So this is always kind of the uh, kind of pride and joy of the Poolin's history is this photo. And then this is a picture of the crew that was at the site. They uh, used bulldozers to get the rats moving. They would turn the landfill. And as the rats ran out, they were clubbed to death. So things were different back then. Things were a lot different back then in pest control. Alberta is the largest place in the world with a zero tolerance policy towards rats. To maintain this rat-free status, the province employs a team of pest control officers known as the Rat Patrol. I have conversations all the time with people who are skeptical about the fact that we're rat-free. Rats do get in. We have no way of keeping them out or from coming into the province, but when they do, we eradicate them. Joining me online today is Ted Stenson, the director and writer of Living Without Menace. And it sounds like such an imposing title, but we'll let you know what it's all about because it's a film that's going to be part of Cuff Docs. That's right, in Calgary. But you know what? I know that we've got fans out there in Calgary, and I know people can make it down to Calgary because I have because it screens at the fantastic Globe Cinema in Calgary on Saturday, November 26th at 2.15 p.m. And our guest today, Ted Stanson, will be in attendance at that 2.15 screening as part of it. But also on top of that, there's going to be Kevin Dong as well, and uh, who's a producer, and Anna Cooley, who's the cinematographer as well at that screening. Ted, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's great having you. Look, to be honest with you, as soon as I knew what it was about, I'm like, this is a horror show. I, I really don't enjoy rodents. <laughs> I don't know how you feel or the audience feels, but you also, I will, I will let people know that felt like I felt before I even looked at the film itself. You eased my nerves. You, you calmed me down. So <laughs> I appreciate that, Ted. You didn't, I'm glad that's what you it's didn't all about. Give right? me nightmare fuel, which is what I deeply appreciate from you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it is, it's literally incredible. And I think people neglect it or at least don't acknowledge it enough that for over 70 years Alberta's been the only inhabited part of the world without rats so maybe tell us a little bit more about how living without menace focuses on Alberta and how we maintain this flawless record incredibly you know I as an Albertan I think you know hearing this this sort of urban legend that Alberta is rat free um, and that we you know have this thing called the rat patrol you know, I definitely piqued my interest. And, you know, the more I looked into it, the more I kind of discovered like, wow, this is a, you know, it's a, it's a legit thing. There's a, there is a government, you know, group that looks after this and regularly patrols the border and, you know, looks for rats. And yeah, I mean, it is, it is really a, an amazing, like one of a kind beat really that Alberta has managed to, to stay rat free. You know, there's a lot of factors like geography and, kind of the timing of, of uh, you know, colonization and settlement in the prairies that, you know, resulted in Alberta being able to do this. But, you know, it is kind of this amazing historical quirk that, uh, you know, really like, I you know, I, I honestly believe it. I think people are skeptical, but I think it's pretty accurate that Alberta is, is basically rat free and, and probably is the closest part of the world that really can claim it's, it's actually, you know, the only part of the world that can really claim to be rat free. So, you know, it is an amazing thing. Yeah. Now, one of the things that you talk about and, and, you know, the people that you focus on in the film is the rat patrol. Like I knew there was probably somebody out there that was taking care of these things. I mean, it couldn't just be totally random and just be like, look, we, uh, we light a lot of candles and hope the rats don't come in 
or or it's like one person with a flashlight in a truck that when something crosses the border like it had to be more intense than that so give us a little bit of information and maybe let's put a face on the rat patrol which is uh, uh, a part of this film and that honestly are my personal heroes at this point <laughs> yeah i mean it is you know it is so cool that alberta has this actual thing called the rat patrol but you know re in reality it's a pretty small program and uh the way it works is there's a couple sort of dedicated employees who but you know who still also you know focus on other things like coyotes and wild boar so even they aren't totally dedicated to rats but you know there's a couple people who you know really focus on that and then every county has a dedicated pest control officer. So if someone in Cold Lake calls and says, hey, we, I think we saw a rat, you know, it was whatever, behind the Safeway in a dumpster, then, you know, they contact the local person in Cold Lake. That person goes out and checks. But, you know, most of the time, like most of these people who are the county or MD, like, you know, pest control expert, they have other jobs too like they're you know they're definitely not working on rats full-time really the only part of it that's like kind of regulated or scheduled you know and formalized is like every spring and every fall they go out and they patrol the Saskatchewan border for about you know like a seven kilometer buffer zone there so you know that's really the only thing that they do regularly they just check any farms or residences in that area um, otherwise they just rely totally on you know, citizens reporting rats. So that's always been a big part of the program is that they really relied on Albertans and their, you know, the public outreach was a big focus of the program and continues to be like, they really want Albertans to know we're rat free. If you see a rat, you've got to call us. But ironically, you know, Alberta has been so successful that people don't even know what rats look like here so like most of the time it's you know, something like a muskrat or whatever. So I mean, it is kind of amazing, like, how successful the program is and you know the majority of what they deal with are just false alarms so yeah we are fortunate for that and thankful our guest on moving radio today is ted stenson the director and writer of the film it's a documentary called living without menace you can see it as part of cuff docs in calgary at the globe cinema on saturday november 26th at 2 15 p.m where ted and some other people involved with the film are also going to be there for a post-screening q a Here's the thing that blows my mind. And I guess I just forget it because we live in a bit of a bubble, right? Like, like you said, like a lot of times I, I, I don't live in a rural community. I live in Edmonton, right? So I look at it as like, I've heard rumors and stuff like that. Like I worked at Westham in a mall and people would tell me, oh yeah, for sure. There's rats in the water park <laughs> guaranteed. So I'm like, I don't know. I never saw one, but, but a bunch of friends claim they saw one. They can chew through metal, through cement. Plus, they're smart. This is so frightening to me. If they got opposable thumbs, we're in real trouble here that work well. Why did you decide to do a documentary on these horrific animals that we have kept out of sight and out of mind? The more you kind of investigate rats, I think I, I'm really afraid of all rodents. Like even a mouse, I'm terrified, you know. And rats, you know, I've, I've never, of course, seen them in Alberta, like most Albertans. I don't even think I've really seen a rat in Canada. But, you know, in New York, I've seen tons of rats. They're all over the place. And they're terrifying. I mean, they're huge. You know, you read the stories or, you know, hear stories about what they can do. Like, there is a reason I think people fear them. They're a pretty formidable opponent. But yeah, I mean, the more you kind of dig into it, it's uh, it's pretty fascinating because, you know, they're one of like very, a very few number of species that thrives 
alongside humans. You know, most animals, we kind of just wipe them out or tend to, you know, destroy their environment and really reduce their ability to to thrive. But rats are the opposite. I mean, it, you know, they, they in fact, like rely on humans for their food and shelter. Um, so, you know, it is this really deep irony that, you know, one of the species that's the most hated, most reviled species is you know, in many ways, like the most closely tied to to human behavior and probably in a lot of ways, most closely mirrors human behavior. I was waiting for that one moment in the film we'd be like, well, we need them in some (laughs) sort of perverse symbiotic way with nature. And I was like, please, Ted, don't tell me that. I won't ruin it, but I was relieved. That's all I'm going to say. But you know what? I thought, I thought, man, because you were digging up some really cool kind of historical stuff. And one of the ones that I thought was Napoleon Poulin, who is somebody from a long time ago who had a real vendetta for rats. Tell us a little about Napoleon as one of the more interesting characters you've seen uh, in the history of the Rat Patrol. Poulin's pest control is like very uh, a big part of the sort of origin story of the Alberta Rat control program um, because when rats first showed up on the Alberta Saskatchewan border, you know, the government, the government was really swift to act, but most of what the government did was kind of more from like a propaganda education standpoint. It was more notify, notify people that rats are here, build awareness that we're trying to keep rats out and the dangers of having rats, but they didn't really have the ability to actually exterminate the rats. And so they, there was this guy from manitoba who was like a hotel year like he like bought and sold hotels and he would have to exterminate rats you know that was how he kind of got into pest control was that he was good at sort of cleaning up these condemned hotels or whatever but he somehow had a link to alberta and it's a little bit unclear whether he contacted the alberta government or the alberta government contacted him but either way they brought him and his crew they hired him and his crew to come and they were the ones that, uh, you know, actually conducted the first really huge, like, mass exterminations. One of the most famous photos you always see linked with the Alberta Rat Patrol is these guys standing in front of this massive pile of dead rats. Like, it's it's taller than an average-sized human, um, like this huge, huge pile. That was Poulan's crew. And, you know, they apparently were very good at estimating how many rats were in a pile. And so they claimed there were 10,000 rats because they used these big, you know, buckets to load them and they knew how many rats fit in each bucket. So, yeah, Poulan is uh, his grandson still runs the company. They still operate a very successful pest control company out of uh, Winnipeg. But they're, you know, they have offices in uh, Calgary and Edmonton and in Saskatchewan. So, uh, is a cool sort of thing, how they were involved in the, this whole program starting. We mentioned before that you're going to be at the Q&A post-screening on Saturday, November 26th at the Globe Cinema at 2.15, uh, but you're not going to be alone. You'll be there with producer Kevin Dong, as well as Anna Cooley, who's a cinematographer there as well. Talk just a little bit about the working relationship. Maybe a lot of you did some exterior shoots where you go shoot the Rat Patrol in different places and looking at that. Talk just a little bit about the collaborative effort in order to make Living Without Menace come to life. Yeah, well, this was the first time I'd made a documentary. So it was a pretty interesting experience, you know, from the production side of things. Um, we had a pretty short actual shoot schedule. Um, so, you know, a lot of it ended up happening or being put together, you know, in the editing room and with archival footage as well. But yeah, it definitely for me anyways, it was a big learning curve and uh, figuring out how to kind of put together a story and get the material you need. 
especially when, you know, you're out in Oyen, Alberta, and it's minus 20 and, you know, you're like in the bald prairie and, you know, it's, it, it, you know, and, and you definitely know you're not going to see any rats. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was interesting, but, uh, but yeah, well, like I've worked with Kevin a lot and, and Kevin's great. And, you know, this was definitely like a lot of collaborative work between him and I, and especially, you know, in the research and archival, you know, that kind of thing is very intensive. And then working with Anna was really fun because, you know, she's really active filmmaker who, you know, in Alberta, I'd never worked with her, but she's, you know, it's interesting now she's kind of amassing like credits doing these like docs on animals. She did this really amazing documentary called Klebs. That's all about uh, a sort of stray dog compound like a like a shelter in i'm trying to think morocco it was it's on the criterion channel i think it's really quite an amazing documentary and then she's also done this uh goats of montesiglio documentary which will be playing um at cuff docs as well so she's great to work with and it's cool to see that she's kind of found a niche doing these like unique animal documentaries yeah, and you mentioned a couple times too, and and I noticed in going through the film that you must have had uh, a lot of access to stuff from the Alberta Provincial Archives. Uh, talk to us a little bit about going through some of that material and and how valuable that kind of resource is in order to kind of fill the film out as well and give some context to people about like what the history is and you know so you can find pictures of men standing next to six foot high piles of dead rats. In a way, it was difficult with this film from an archival perspective because there isn't a ton of stuff in the provincial archives unfortunately like the alberta you know agriculture department doesn't really have an archive so there there was some stuff but i think one of the big opportunities with this documentary was to try to collect a lot of the material that exists about the rat patrol and try to you know bring it all together because you know once i started researching you know especially you know, with these older newspaper archives that you can find online, you know, and you can find newspapers from like Medicine Hat and Lloyd Minster from 1940s, you know, like they have all these digitized, you know, really well sort of like indexed and everything. So I was actually finding tons of new, there's, there's tons of articles written about the Rat Patrol, you know, in the 40s and 50s, tons of them, but, you know, they're all just online. It, it's so tricky, I think now with, archival stuff because there is so much stuff but you know often it's like finding it in one place and or or even just being able to access what is out there and I, I feel like there is still tons of stuff about the rat patrol that uh is out there waiting to be discovered like I talked to some guy you know this was after I had finished editing the film and everything I was just trying to get clearances and stuff but this guy who worked for the rat patrol a long time ago told me that I think he had made almost like an arcade game based on the Rat Patrol that might have even had some animatronics or something. And this was like a display that they took around to schools. So, you know, and he he was like, I don't know if that if they still have that anywhere. Like, I've never seen it. I've never heard of it, you know, but it's like every time I keep, you know, dig a little more, there's always just these weird things that keep popping up. So I hope that more people will look into this and hopefully some more serial can be discovered because I do feel like it's like there's a lot of weird stuff relating to the program out there and and I know that there's still more <laughs> to be found so some interesting dioramas in there 
Yeah, yeah. There's some pretty complex taxidermy. and Had they taken that to my school, it would have been cartoon cut out outside the wall. It would have been just <laughs> little Christian Ziff would have been gone. The film, again, is called Living with Menace. It's a documentary that's featured as part of Cuff Docs. Our guest today has been Ted Stenson, the director and writer of the film. You can catch it at the Globe Cinema on Saturday, November 26th at 2.15 p.m. Uh, Ted, this will not be the last stop for the film. Uh, maybe if people are hearing this and they're like, they did not get a chance to see it, or somehow they hear it later on when the screening date has already passed. Uh, what's maybe ahead? I saw that there was a little logo at the end that leads me to believe it might be on some other service. Or maybe how can they just stay connected with you to find out more about where this may be playing or your other work? So yeah, Living Without Menace is available on CBC Jam. So, you know, even if you aren't able to make the screening or, you know, you're not in Calgary, you know, it's available free um, to anyone in Canada. And, you know, I'm hoping, you know, we might have some more documentary, um, like festival screenings later on um, this year and maybe early next year, but we'll see. You can also follow Ratball Films Incorporated. Uh, we have a Twitter account and an Instagram account that are pretty, pretty sad, but, you know, this is a great opportunity to make a pitch for more uh, followers. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, that's okay, right? Small but mighty. I love that you're so committed to it that you called the production company Ratball, <laughs> which is maybe yeah. the game that maybe that person was insinuating exists. That's I don't true. Know. There is an animatronic game out there that's uh... that's possible. Well, I hope whoever has it hears this in some sort of weird twist of fate and and dows you up, <laughs> and, you get, and then it moves towards the feature of this film. Uh, Ted, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate the work. Uh, check it out if you happen to be in Calgary or if you're going to Calgary at the Globe Cinema Saturday, November 26th at 2.15 p.m. where Ted will be in attendance. Or, as he said, you can seek it out on CBC Gem. Uh, I will definitely put links up after. I feel like a terrible human being putting them up before the screening, though. So <laughs> you'll look for them in a little bit, maybe. You know what? Either way, I mean, we're really grateful for the chance to have, you know, an in-person screening. And I think it'll be... Uh... Yeah. It'll be great. And I think some of the people hopefully from the, you know, rap patrol will be there as well. So, you know, you can come and ask them questions too. And nice. uh, everything, but the rats. <laughs> yeah. No rats allowed. Fantastic. Ted, thank you so much for your time and for the film. Yeah. Thanks Christian.